Hey y'all. Hey. What's up? We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Lesson Learned. It's your faves once again. Career. Camille. Camille. Corinne. Well, I feel like we should just be jumping some rope with that. That rhythm. That sounded like um was it Laverne and Shirley when they were like Shamille? Shamalo. Or something. I believe so, yes. Great. That's what that references. You know, hey, some will get it, others surely will not. But that's okay. <laughs> um, how are you doing, my dear? I am doing good. I uh it's been a random week because yesterday I had a corporate meeting that started at two o'clock and we got out a little early, but I didn't get like the things I was planning to get done at work because it was basically half day. Mm, yeah. Not complaining at all. Just saying like okay. definitely threw my plans for a little loop. Um, right. But I found out like I did. I made top 10 for quarter three in yes, for the whole company. On, so that was really exciting. Like I was ooh, not expecting ooh, to see my name. And I was ooh. like, oh, oh that's me. Oh, we out <laughs> I here. Did, I did a princess way. I'm like, hello. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Of course you did. We just Gotta. working our way up to that number one spot. That's it. Coming for that number one spot. Did they tell you where you fall in the top ten? Yeah, I was number ten. <laughs> that's all right though. Hey, still, that's all right. You made it. Still in the still, still in made there. it above the line. <laughs> so that's exciting. I look, definitely looking forward to just getting up from going up from there. All the way. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I just have all the songs in my head. You're right now. excited today. You're so energetic, and I love I don't it. Know where it came from? It just happened. It's because of this. It's because of you. It's because of y'all. Thanks for being here. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, so much. My uh, uh, friend is coming to visit. Shout out Jane Kim. Drive safe, boo. Oh yay! Mm-hmm. She's coming to visit for a couple days. Um, like that's my friend by association. Hey, girl. Yes, it is. Um, so I'm just you know wishing and praying her safe travels. Really Mm -hmm. excited to see her and hang out with her. Um, I'm like having an okay work at week, having an okay work week, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, did another workout today. Back is still not 100%, but pushing through. I can still, you know, do the things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, I'm pretty good. Good. How you doing, girl? Um, I'm good. I'm trying to decide how I feel today. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> but I'm Sometimes fine. Sometimes that's where we are. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm fine. I think I've, I've been, like, I've been emotional this week. Not in a bad way. I just have feel like I have been, like just feeling things very intensely maybe Hmm. like the other day i was like man i really miss my friends and so i was like texting people Mm -hmm. like hey girl miss you love you Mm -hmm. (laughs) that type of stuff just hits you randomly Mm -hmm. so i've been having one of those weeks where stuff is just kind of hitting me randomly Mm -hmm. but i'm okay with it i'm taking it in stride you know so um i'm chilling it's so funny so he said that jk was coming to see you um so we're going to miami for my brother's wedding mm-hmm. and i was like you know maybe i'm thinking about like maybe i'll, I'll try and go to texas after and go see corinne or something my dad was like well corinne's gonna be at the wedding i was like you right <laughs> you right she will be there and i will see her there 
I, first of all, let me say, I love the sentiment because you can see me whenever you want. <laughs> the more, no, the I, merrier. I have been, we've been talking and I'm like, you know what? I really need to come take a trip. Like we just need to this is true. read we some time. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'll already be there. It's a hop, skip and a jump. And he was like, she'll, she'll be at the wedding though. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Gurney giving us the real deal. Oh man. Um. But yeah, so we're gearing up for that. The wedding is only a month away. So I'm like ooh, ooh. trying to narrow down my dress choices. I'm not getting the one that I sent you, but I found okay. two others. Okay. On Amazon. First of all, Amazon has. They have has everything. The things. They have the things. Um, so I'm taking a book out of my, um, a page out of my grandmother's book. And so I'm buying both dresses and whichever one I don't like, I'm sending back. So. Thank you, Grandma Verna. Yeah, she is notorious for that. She'll buy one shirt in like three different sizes, and then whichever one fits her, she'll keep. Cause she still orders from catalogs. Like, okay, gotcha. I'm like, well, why didn't she just try it on and just get the one? Right, <laughs> right. No, so yes, and then just send back happening. the other ones. So I was like, hmm, these dresses are both fairly cheap. Like, right. So it's not like one. gonna break your bank if you get both. No, girl, I paid seventy dollars for both of those dresses. Okay, yeah, that's about sounds about so, right. Exactly. So I was like, I think I could do that because one of them is going back anyway. Unless I just love them both and I'll have to look for another Um, formal event. Less. I mean, you're always going to need another formal event dress. Am I? Because I don't go to many formal events. Okay. Well, next time you go on a date, you get dressed up in your formal dress. Like, we going somewhere fancy. (laughs) Fine dining, nigga. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to (laughs) know. Five stars, steak. <laughs> get dressed up, because I'm going to be dressed up. We're going to get dressed up and go to the movies. That's what we're going to do in this floor-length gown that I got on. Oh, get, get a formal dress and go to Chipotle, because you can choose right. everything there. We get, we get in Froyo, so. <laughs> Let somebody say something to me. That's We'll see, but I like both of them, and I wouldn't be surprised if I end up keeping both of them just because I know myself. But that's not my my plan is to send one of them back. Yeah. It really, really is. <sighs> so we'll see. <laughs> um, I love that, and uh, also send me pictures of what they look like, the ones that you ordered, because I am not a I I don't think I know what the wedding the dress code. Yeah. yeah, I know, and I now I'm thinking maybe mine. I'm gonna send you mine too because. Yeah, so the way that I look at it, wedding attire, I feel like baseline wedding attire is a step above church clothes, you know? Mm. I feel like that's like baseline wedding attire. Okay. And then... What's next if it's like a, If it's like a formal wedding, then we're talking like almost like a gown, like fancier, like super fancy, like black talking, tie. Are we talking formal wedding here? Um, I think maybe closer to formal, maybe not like okay, super gotcha. black tie, but more formal. That's that's what I'm, I'm getting. I'm definitely gonna just send you the dress that I. Oh, let me send you a picture. Uh, Nana got her dress today. Oh. Yes, she did. Um, it is sparkly. <laughs> so she is adorable. I'm gonna send you a picture. I'm gonna send us a picture of her in it. She's so cute. But um, I'm like, oh, it's fancy, fancy. So nice. Okay. Also, she's so attire. cute when she takes pictures. I'm like. Man, what are yeah. you doing? Like, you're, okay, you're so when, adorable. First of all, she's cute when she does everything. Nana never is not cute. Like, uh, we stand. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 
we're allowed to though that's my nana and i go hard exactly for her. <laughs> exactly exactly um but yeah she is so adorable in full dress i'll send you a picture of it um so anyway that's what's happening wedding prep and mm-hmm. things but also because the wedding is only a month away so i'm trying to like really be committed in the gym and stuff girl i had an attitude at the gym this morning <laughs> i was watching your uh my stories <laughs> and and i was trying to figure out if your trainer was posting uh lifting and picking up heavy things for no reason like for what no, that was me <laughs> okay that was me was yeah because <laughs> she, she 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 records me and puts it on her story she just tags me in it mm, okay because she does it for all her clients and so like i'll repost them or whatever but all those captions are me and i was like here i go picking things up and putting them back down for no reason at all <laughs> here i go again throwing these giant heavy things for no reason no That's good reason <laughs> i love it i understand though i don't like i just i went on a whole rant on my story today I know. just because like i am always gonna hate exercising <laughs> And I know this about myself Mm -hmm. because this has been a lifelong journey with fitness and health, but people don't know that about me. So when I be like complaining, everybody wants to be like, we should try this. You should try that. I'm like, uh, I I already know. I do not accept your feedback at this point in time. Thank you. Well, not that I don't accept it. It's it's not, it's not helpful. I'm not asking for suggestions because I've tried all the suggestions already. So <laughs> I just hate this and I know that, but I'm still going to do it because I need that's to, what but makes I'm going to so strong complain. that you hate it and you so, do it anyway. Well, that's because that's why I have to pay somebody to, to work out True. because otherwise I won't do it because I hate it so much. I was just going to ask that. I was like, so what does it feel like when you do it on your own? Oh, that doesn't exist. Cool. Like sometimes I do, like if I'm super, you know, if I have, if I'm having a, a couple of weeks where I'm super like committed and dedicated, mm-hmm. sure I can, but that just mm-hmm. never lasts very long because I do not enjoy it. Like Look, I, I, I definitely, there are things that I really I dislike, wish I did. So I mean, I, I get for it. me, exercise is one of those. Like I love the results, of course. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, you're not going to be saying that when you are on the beach with a six pack, you better keep it up, girl. Good job. And I was like. I will be saying that because I will still hate exercise, but I will also be on the beach naked. <laughs> but I also feel like, look like a mermaid. Right. I love the results. I do. You know, um, <laughs> I just will. I'll, I'll always hate it. It's never going to be. It's not going to. It's not a stress reliever for me. I wish that it was. It's not. There are some physical activities that I enjoy. Like I go to a Zumba class every now and then. You know, those kind of yeah, things Zumba's are fun. fun. I do enjoy Zumba, um, Zumba class. So, but those aren't always accessible to me. They'd be like at 10 o'clock in the morning when I'm at work and like, what are you doing? So I can't go. Yeah. So anyway, I have a better variety of morning, like early, early morning classes and also late late night classes. Cause I go early in the morning. I go at like six o'clock in the morning. So that sounds. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I come home and shower cause home is on the way. I shower and then go. Fair. I really hate shopping at the gym. I do too. I've done it and I did it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I would rather go 20 or 30 minutes earlier to give me 20, 30 minutes to shower at home. Like it's worth it to me. Yeah. So, I feel you. That started because there was one week I was going to the gym. This is at a time that I was showering at the gym, mm-hmm. but I was on my period and I was like, I'm not going to shower at the gym and try to maneuver all this whilst, whilst bleeding. So <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just go half an hour earlier so I can have some time to go home and shower. And it was worth it. And I just kept it. I was like, oh, I would much rather do this. Gotcha. 
I don't like. I'm already up early. up early, so I don't. But either way, it's gonna be too early. Either way, I'm gonna be mad about it. So I might as well. That's how I look, look at it. Gotta get, gotta do what you gotta do, girl. <laughs> That's how I look at it. So anyway, I've been in the gym, been working out, trying to get, um, trying to get right, trying to get more right, you know, more right, more right. But I, like I discovered like, oh, I gained a bunch of weight. I started getting weight when I was in college and that's because I stopped playing sports. I played sports all throughout high school and all throughout my whole childhood. I was bad at them, but I played them and that's why I was more in shape. Getting so all those steps that's in. why, that's why I got mad. Cause I was like, dang, I'm not good at sports. So I'm not about to go play sports and I don't like to work out. So I don't have no choice. <laughs> I'm so upset. So, so work out it is, huh? Basically I was never good at organized sports because I was always the worst one on the team. <laughs> So then I had to, I was always one who made the team have to run extra laps. And I was always oh, so no. sad about it. Like the the one season that no. I played basketball when I was in high school. Yeah. I remember going um, to every time, one of your games. I don't know how many the, games I went to, but. I and not many. It. And I probably was on the bench for most of it anyway. So. <laughs> and that's, I knew my, I knew my role. But anyway, I was on the team and we used to have to shoot free throws and I would always miss them, whatever. You used to ha- you had to make ten before you could be done, and I'd just be sitting there shooting all day. So then my coach, she had one of those little counter clicker counter things, and so then like for every missed free throw for everybody, that was however many suicides we had to do. So the next practice, it was we were just running suicides all practice, and oh, I was like, no. these are half of these are mine. I know half of these are mine. <laughs> and then I was having I was making us do extra suicides because I wasn't fast enough getting back to the line, and she was like, you got to add another one now because the whole team wasn't back, and I was like, you guys, I'm so sorry. Like organized sports has been traumatizing <laughs> to me. Like, and I was always the one that was like slow running the mile. So then they had to have other people come back and run the last lap with me, trying to be encouraging, and it was just embarrassing. Like, oh, I, so I mean, sports is not an definitely option for a me. journey. Definitely a journey. But look at you now. You are dedicated. You are figuring out how to do what you want to do, so you can make it do what it do. Boo. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna be mad about it. So. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, there we have it. So anyway, I've been doing fine. <laughs> All that to say. <laughs> All that to say, I'm fine. I have really have nothing to complain about. Good, good. I'm glad we, we got full circle on that. You know, and here we are. Here we are. Right back where we started. Anyway, um, are we ready to jump into our adulting 101? I think it is time, my darling. Okay, so um, on today, we are um, talking about, this is like a uh, another tangent. This is coming from our previous discussions. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we today, and so we've been talking about validation, right, the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Today, we wanted to focus in on, um, our conversation led us to talking about our perception of ourselves versus other how other people perceive us and are other people perceiving what I believe I'm actually putting out. So we've had a few conversations about um, being self-aware in how we're presenting ourselves. And we've had some discussion about our intentions versus our behavior and um, if our intention is coming across and all of that. So we just kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and see if we can get a better understanding of the relationship between the two or kind of how that works. And I think really we, we want to talk about how can we make sure that what we're presenting is how we are actually perceiving ourselves, at least for myself. That's what I'm interested to talk about. Okay. Um, yeah, I am. <clears throat> that was a good, that was a good recap. And I think 
Hey, thanks. The reason why I was interested in this conversation about thoughts versus behavior was because, um, because wh- I want to know how. Well, I just I guess I want to talk about and to explore, like how our thoughts determine our actions or how our actions determine our thoughts because mm-hmm. we were talking about you know self-identity and self-awareness mm-hmm. and validation and um if we have one perception of ourselves we have this belief about ourselves and you know in our in our circles if that's being confirmed or not um mm-hmm. and kind of taking it a step backwards like the pre the thing that comes before is like well what are you thinking like who are you to think that no not not who are you to think that but like you're thinking that you are and how does that translate mhm so the relationship so between thoughts and behavior yeah as it relates to who we identify as right as it relates to our um our identity and our mm-hmm. self-awareness mhm yes okay yes. okay good so there's a lot to talk about, I think. Um, Definitely. And so I'm thinking, what's the what's the best place to start? Um, so I think that uh, we sh- can pick up with talking about our identity. Um, we talked about our identity as it's uh, perceived from from other people. Mm-hmm. So I think that the first step in really understanding all of this is making sure that we have an accurate view of who we who we believe we are. Right, because you can't put something out if you don't know what it is. Like I have to be secure in who I know that I am or who I think I am before mm-hmm. I can analyze whether or not that's that's what I'm actually projecting. Definitely. Um so yes, accuracy is important. And I guess for me it's like <clears throat> to be accurate you have to have like a goal. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so how do, like, what is the goal? Like, I, I guess that's where I, okay, let me just start by using an example because my words. Okay. I think um, I, I think I know what you're trying to say, but give me the example. So, um, for you, just based on the example that you're using with exercise, mm-hmm. like, um, hey, I really don't like exercise, but I'm doing it anyway. Right. Right. I know that there are these benefits and I know that how it makes me feel when I do it. And so I'm I know I'm not like athletic and this is not something that I've necessarily have excelled at previously, but mm-hmm. being in that category does not stop me from participating and pursuing this goal. Mhm. And so that that made me think of what we're talking about because your thoughts, right, are I'm not good at this, I really don't want to do it, but your actions are I'm doing it because I'm but I am doing it. Mhm. And so is it accurate to say, I mean like I guess it's not really that good of an example because you're saying you don't like it, you're not saying like I'm bad at it. You said you were bad at it, but that's not really your the space you're in right now you know what i mean i'm not bad right i'm not bad at it like i I just don't like it right which is why i don't think it's like the best example so what i got from what i what i understood you to be saying when you were talking about when you had a goal 
um, in this whole conversation about identity and who we are is like, what kind of person am I aspiring to be? Mm-hmm. Like a goal in that sense. Okay. And then, um, what kind of person? What kind of person am I aspiring to be? And what characteristics are necessary in order to be this person that I'm aspiring to be? There we go. Much better. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think that that is um, is important, and so then that that now is leading me down another, another thought process, which is who am I organically mm-hmm. in comparison to who do I want to be? So, mm. yeah, you, you know, you have kind of who you are organically, like n- natural parts of yourself and of of who you are. Um, but those mm-hmm. natural parts of ourselves, those organic parts of ourselves, may not be what we are wanting to present to the world. So then that comes in the aspect of, okay, who do I want to be? So example, naturally, organically, um, I know that I can be kind of harsh and I can come across as kind of like, you know, aggressive, Mm -hmm. right? That's part of who I am naturally and organically. That's not what I want to present to other people. So in thinking about the person that I want to be, okay, I want to be, um, yes, assertive and direct, but I also want to be approachable and compassionate, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not me denying parts of myself. I think it's, mm, I think it's just being intentional in which aspects of this characteristic do I want to present to others? Right. And then there will be, you know, what's, the goal there is like, okay, why do I want to present these things to other people? Hmm. Lots of I've, stuff already. Yeah, definitely lots of stuff. Um, because it's just so, like, minute. The details are so <laughs> fine, right? Because when you, when you, when you mention your example, like, um, previously coming off as, um, like harsh and aggressive. Uh, yeah, harsh and aggressive. And uh-huh. wanting to co- wanting to in- be engaging in a different way. Um, right. Maybe that's not what you thought of yourself originally, right? But your right. actions right. And, and people's responses to your actions were saying something that didn't align with... Right. With who how I... You, how you myself. thought you were mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. And yeah. so with that... My question is, what came first, though? Did the thought that your actions weren't aligning initially come first? Or? Or did... I guess my question is, could you have realized that your thoughts of yourself initially were not aligned with who you were presenting as come without people having that response. No, I, w- I would not have come to that conclusion without other people re- okay. reacting to me in that way. Okay. Um, because I never saw myself like that. This is actually a perfect example because this is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. So um, I always knew that I was like strong mm-hmm. and direct or whatever, right? Like, I know I'm no nonsense, whatever. Mm-hmm. I did not know <clears throat> that I was coming across as mean and aggressive. Mm. And I would not have known that without other people's response and reaction to me. Mm. 
So when I got that response and that reaction, eventually I had to say, okay, it can't be everybody else. It's got to be something. I need to change something in order for my actions to align with my, with my thoughts, I guess, because yeah. Or maybe I needed to change my, I don't know. There's definitely a connection between um, thoughts, thoughts and behavior, but it, it very much was, I need to adjust my behavior to more accurately reflect who I am mm-hmm. or who I perceive myself to be. Mm-hmm. This is So, true. yeah, yeah. Right. So then it was very, in. I keep saying intentional, but it was mm-hmm. intentional. Like it had to be, um, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it had to be. Um, in how I'm presenting to other people. And it's not it's not because I want to please other people or be what, you know, right. they want me to be. To, like, tone yourself but, down for other right. people. Right, no, not not at all. Not, and mm-hmm. I don't believe I've toned myself down. I believe that I have um, learned different ways to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The thing for me really just was that is far from who I believe I am. Mm-hmm. When people started calling me mean and, like, that kind of stuff, really, I was like, whoa, that's not who I am at all. What am I putting out there? What am I presenting to give people this perception of me? Mm-hmm. So that, again, the example that you gave of like, if if you say you're honest, but you're lying, like something's not something's not lining up here. And so that's what, what I had was like, okay, I feel like I'm loving and compassionate and all these kind of things. That's not what, what other people are seeing of me. Um, at least, you know, not initially or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. so that's on me. Like, I gotta, I need, so that other people's actions influenced my thoughts, which then influenced my behavior. Right. Yes. So that's how it worked for me. Okay. Fair. Um, for me, I, the thing that I've been thinking about is more about my future self. Okay. Um, And kind of how you said to start out, like who you aspire to be versus who I am Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is a really tough space to be because I acknowledge my own power in the situation while I'm not like I don't have control over everything I understand that I do have control over some things and those are the things Mm -hmm. that I need to pay most close attention to um and in the end like thinking about that and how to do that and how to get to where I'm trying to go what can I do to increase those chances um Mm -hmm. and obviously I'm not there I'm not my future self now in present time, right? Like I am my future right. self to my past self, but to my present right. self, I'm a present self. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, and how I can do my best to get as close as possible to that version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that has been um, being more intentional with setting goals mm-hmm. and saying, okay. I am not aware, I cannot speak to the progress that I've made without having something to say, oh, I've to look back and say, oh, I've done this for myself, not even to show anybody else, like to be like, oh, what did you do, you know, this month? What did you do over the weekend? Like, 
I need, Mm -hmm. I need personally something that I can be like, okay, I did, you know, ask for that time off. You know what I mean? That I knew I was going to wait till the last minute to do, but I got it done. Cause mm-hmm. that's also a thing. I'm a, definitely a procrastinator. I don't know how I'm gonna change that. I don't. Uh, listen, <laughs> I've been procrastinating in trying to change the fact that I procrastinate. <laughs> that's a tough one. So if you have for any uh, solutions for that, please do share. Suck, um, I do not. <laughs> um, I can't help you. And I feel like it's a it's a tough space to be in because my present self has so much power over over where my future self is Mm -hmm. and um i guess that's the part that i'm interested in talking about is like when you're in the space when you've noticed that something is off maybe you don't you Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have like specifics but you notice something is off you know that some type of change has to take place how does that happen like what does that process look like um, mm-hmm. And I think you you broke it down pretty, pretty like it doesn't match. So I obviously need to do something different because, you know, mm-hmm. it can't be everybody that's telling me these things is out of their mind. <laughs> right. I'm the common denominator here. Right. Right. And so, like, what do you feel like? Like, what tools did you use when you were going through that time and space to to help get you through that? Like, I mean, I'm sure it was a barrage of emotions going through that Mm -hmm. and and having to grapple with you know like well what is going on like tell tell me more about like the play-by-play process yeah yeah i think the first step was being honest with myself and accepting the fact that this is how i'm coming across Mm -hmm. that was a big one for me Mm -hmm. because it was like man i'm not i'm not that like y'all tripping i'm not that's not who I am, so I don't know where that you where you getting that from, but whatever. Or <laughs> you just you just being super sensitive right now, like I'm not doing nothing wrong, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think I had to come to a place of acceptance, like okay, no, this is how you're coming across. Like again, everybody is not wrong, mm-hmm. um, and I cannot control or dictate um, how other people choose to interpret what I'm doing and saying. What I can control is what I'm putting out there what with the information that I'm supplying for them to interpret so mm-hmm. that's a good and, and, that. in yeah um I think that was one of the one of the first things um and because you know the the feedback that I that that type of feedback um it's it's kind of immediate sometimes like I can kind of see people's reactions like you know when they first meet me or whatever mm-hmm. so that was the easy enough thing to measure. Like, okay, the next time I'm talking to somebody who doesn't know me very, very well, let me, um, let me be, I don't know. It was almost like, let me be quiet first before I speak, or let me just be more careful with my words. Let me choose my words wisely. Mm-hmm. Let me not just act off of instinct. Let me also remember that these people don't know me because those who know me know my true character. But it shouldn't take it. It shouldn't take you getting getting to getting to know me on that level to know. Oh no, she's not actually mean. That's just how she comes across. Like I don't want to come across that way to anybody. That's so a really good point. Like it shouldn't take you. Shouldn't have to be it, my best friend to know who I am exactly. as a person. Exactly. Like yeah. You know, I don't want people to be afraid to come up and talk to me. 
Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons why I took it so seriously was because of the the misconception. The misconception, I think, was um, was stopping people from getting to know me. And I didn't like that at all. Sure. And when people said things like, no, I thought you were mean or aggressive or this and that, like some of those things have not only do they have a negative connotation, but they have a negative intention. So mm-hmm. when you say that someone is mean, that that person has malicious intent. And that is the furthest, the furthest thing from who I am, right? I never had malicious intent and wished ill on anybody. So when people were associating me with that, I really was like, I need to distance myself from that because as as possible yeah right as much as possible so there probably was some overcompensating like let me try and be super nice now and i had to find a middle ground because that's also not you know true to who i am i'm true, not like right? the happy sunshiny person all the time either and i don't have to be right um so it was kind of finding finding a middle ground in between the two um after accepting the fact that this is what I'm, this is what I'm actually putting out. And I think accepting it was, was helpful because that helped me identify it more as it was happening. If I'm still in denial, then I'm not going to be able to see it. I'm not going to acknowledge it when it happens. But if I am, once I accept it, I now become hyper aware of this characteristic. Mm-hmm. Um, and in every situation where this characteristic might show up, I'm much more aware of what's happening when it's happening. And in doing that, I'm more thoughtful about my actions. So that mm-hmm. was kind of the process the process for me. There's also a certain level that's like, you know, part of this is is not going away. Mm-hmm. And so that th- and that's and that's fine and I don't want all of this to go away. Um however, I can do better. Right. So was it um was it one person who made it click for you or was it just a, a continual like not continual I want to say that like every day every moment but like was just kind of like no. a pattern showing up where you were like hey what's going on yeah well it was definitely a pattern um like I said I've always known that I come across as very strong and like people have always said things like that but I just kind of brushed it off it really was when the people close to me were mm-hmm. saying them because I was like, people who don't know me, like, y'all don't know me, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But people who, who do know me, I was like, dang, y'all still see me like this? Like, mm. but you guys should know me better than this. So I'm not, right. the people who who know me or who I think know me aren't even, aren't even getting, you know, my truest self or, or whatever it is, right? It was right. when, it was when family and, and people who were closest to me were, were reacting to me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um and it, honestly, I think it, it was when um, you and Caleb were in town and you you and Caleb and Rachel were at my old apartment and we were talking something. I don't know. We were talking and somehow oh, it came that. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow it came up um, and somebody was talking about uh, like, I don't, I don't even remember we, the context it was, in which it, it was came like up. Con- it, we was like the introduction, like this was the, f- one of the first times that Caleb had been around. That was, this was one of the first time th- times that I was meeting Caleb yes. and somehow it came up that I am aggressive. Were, yeah. I think it was like, you were the mean one. Like, oh, well. Right. She, yes. She's yes. gonna, cause, and, and it was like, it was appropriate for the setting because you, my family, like you, got, you gotta be right. tough. Right. And I like, mean, your man's for the first but time, you know, it was whatever, also, whatever. So I guess. Yeah. So there was a part of that. But it was also like, oh, my family thinks I'm the mean one. Mm-hmm. That like really, really hit me. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point, and then it was a whole conversation about like, 
uh, other bossy family members that he has or that we have or whatever. And they, they were always in comparison to me. And I was like, right. what? Yeah, I remember. I definitely remember this conversation. So, right. Because I got real quiet after that. I was like, huh. Yep. Okay. That is what happened. I think that <laughs> that was definitely like the like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. That mm-hmm. was not the first time that I've heard that about myself. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time I had heard it in that context from people who are close to me and they genuinely meant it and did not realize that that was going to be hurtful to me because that was just who they who they saw me as right because i know y'all didn't y'all wasn't y'all didn't mean nothing right like, and, and, and i didn't like, take we, it we like you guys were trying to hurt my feelings because like yeah right yeah. and it was even more that is almost what hurt even more like they're not trying to be mean they just really mm-hmm. see me this way mm-hmm. i was like wow this is wild mm-hmm. and so but again, I had heard that about myself and I had kind of um, adopted the identity of like the angry black girl to a certain extent. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, whatever. I'm the. Right. I'm OK that's, with being that that's, one. That's fine. Right. Like that's, you know, that's fine. That's that's who you think I am because y'all don't really know me anyway. Right. That's what always what it was. Mm-hmm. So and I had always have always heard people say yeah, when I first met you, I thought you were me, but then I got to know you, right? Because it always came along with the, but then I got to know you. So for people who know me to, for that identity to not go away, even after they know me, made it really more real to me. Like something is not right here. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, we got to do something. Cause that's, that's wild. Definitely. So it wasn't just one thing, but that one instance was the, the kind of catalyst that really made me say we gotta do something about this now sure yeah i i'm hearing you it also makes me think um of your initial response just and and not to not to not to this final this penultimate you know moment but like leading up to that um like you said the first step for you was being really open and honest and accepting that there Uh is something off maybe not like and i'm not i'm intentionally not using the word wrong because yeah, yeah, that's no, not, I got you. That's not it. But, like, there was something off and... Right. So they're not connecting. Of, yeah. Part of the defense was, well, you don't know me. Like, it's not something yes. that, you know, it's automatic defensiveness. Like, defensiveness mm-hmm. just becomes, that's the reaction. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to make a, I want to make a point about that because um, I'm in a place that I understand how emotional I am and how reactive Mm -hmm. I can be to my feelings and emotions upon Mm -hmm. like initially um and I think it connects for me because it is not something that we should necessarily trust like of course this is this is not a blanket statement but like feelings and emotions are usually misleading when it comes to how to deal with something. Yes. Like they're real, yeah. no doubt. They mean something, no doubt, but they should not be the roadmap for how you should respond to something. Yes, exactly. What I what I tell people is we should respond and don't don't react, respond. If yes. you're reacting, you might if my initial reaction is from my feelings, that I'm acting out of anger or I'm acting out of confusion. Or I'm acting out of this. And that may not be what my um, response, my logical response would be. Right. And it may not get you closer to what it is that you're seeking. Exactly. 
Um, I, and that just speaks to me super clearly because, like I said, I'm I am very emotional, and I can mm-hmm. get riled up and very defensive very easily. Like, hold on, you said something about my water. Like, <laughs> first of all, you need to hydrate. Right. <laughs> How dare you out here looking dusty How and dry? Dare That's you. why you always use some chapstick. <laughs> exactly, though. Like, we're not laughing and joking, but in real life, I'm ready to go. Like, that's how it so works. So you're you're trying to come before me right now when I didn't send for you. So let's do this. And people are like, whoa, like, hold on a second. I'm just making a fun right. comment. Why are we all up in arms? I'm like, OK, I'm done with this. I got to I got to go over here because something is not right. And then I and then I calm down. Right. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. gosh, yeah, that was definitely an overreaction. Like. And then I'm able to finally articulate my feelings, like articulate them in a way that is productive, like <laughs> yes. and effective. Um, that, yeah, effective. I like that word effective because um, I definitely just lost my train of thought. But um, it made <laughs> me think of <laughs> a point in our conversation last uh, episode where we were talking about the five steps and mm-hmm. When uh, we received the comment about our hair and we didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. like it. And my response Mm -hmm. was, well, why we should tell them how we feel. And you were you what you were at. You asked, well, what? Why would you? It's not that's not their responsibility. Like you asked for opinion. That is an opinion. And if you don't like it, then that's not that's not on them. But it made me think that, yes, you're right. It's definitely not the place to share those those feelings, um, but mm-hmm. it is a place to ask yourself why you feel that way. Yes. Like I and I just wanted to come back to it because I feel like I kind of felt it was inconclusive just how we kind of ended it in that segment. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but it also makes me think about this conversation that we're having now in terms of being able to. Take responsibility, take stock of the feelings that you have and the emotions that you're having and ask yourself why they're happening. What am I feeling? Right. What is the thing that I need to articulate and not just start shooting for the head, like headshots all around. Mm-hmm. Everybody can get them. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, this is like such a time. I'm just, my brain is going crazy right now. I just <laughs> have so many It's good though. It's moments good. that I'm just like, I think I'm a hothead. Like I would never describe myself as that, but I mm-hmm. maybe it's not the you know the best word, but that's how it feels being reflective in this situation. Like you're right. very reactive. Like you just be reacting. Like it's the but maybe the, the word like, the, is maybe it's temperamental. Temperamental. Maybe how well, is it different? How is it? Good. How is it different? Like I I I you might be right. I just don't. I just don't know. <laughs> well, because saying hothead gives the connotation that you're always flying off the rails and you always getting mad. Okay, that's not But true. what I'm what I'm hearing you say is that you react often out of your feelings or emotions, and so temperamental means that my mood is easily affected. Mm. Yeah, I think that's more accurate. Okay, I think that's more accurate. Um, <laughs> definitely, and and it's something like even now at this point in my life, I'm like still trying to accept it still trying to Mm -hmm. say like hey this is happening stop saying it's not happening it's happening (laughs) like i think that's where i'm at right now i'm just like at first 
for my whole time i've just been like no i'm allowed to yeah this is no just how you just exactly similar to your situation like nah you tripping like mm-hmm. i'm good <laughs> yeah yeah that that's um, really the first step is that acceptance and i am thinking about just being better like i'm obviously it's definitely a lifelong journey because even though i even though i have acknowledged (laughs) it i'm still like dang i'm still struggling like i'm still very upset in this moment i'm trying not to shut down trying not to shut down like that's the i have Mm -hmm. to talk to myself like hey don't check out don't check out dig deeper now push harder keep going (laughs) um and i guess the question that makes me think is what were the times where it was difficult to maintain the progress that you that you made in that journey? You know what I mean? Like, what mm-hmm. were the points where it was like, hey, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care what you think. Yeah. Like, this yeah. this is it right now. Like, I don't, it. this moment, you know what I mean? Like, what, were there times for you that were like, hey, it's not even worth it. I'm just going, I'm just going to be who <laughs> I was and keep it pushing um no because i don't think i changed who i am i think i just Mm. changed my approach in certain situations Mm. like one concrete thing that i that i incorporate now more in Mm. my conversation with people is i ask more questions of them Mm. so um whereas initially i probably would say something smart instead of that i might ask them a question i don't have an example Mm -hmm. um but that way it's more engaging and we're having a conversation. I'm still going to think how I think. Right. And I'm still going to say what I feel. Maybe I can try and engage you a bit more in Before doing that. Before having, will, yeah. Right. I will also say that there are some settings in which um, coming across as harsh and aggressive is just fine and helpful. And I welcome those. True. So, um, for instance, one of my friends was dating a guy and she wanted us to meet him for the first time. And she was like... Mm-hmm. Um, I need y'all to give me the real. I need y'all to really meet him and see what's up. I said, sis, say no more. (laughs) Ready. (laughs) Ready. (laughs) So we were meeting up with him and he was super late. He was like over an hour late. So I was like, oh, all right, bet. Bet. Over an hour? (laughs) He was late, late. Girl, it was, it was, it was actually a mess. But anyway, so when he got there, I was ready, (laughs) locked and loaded, locked and loaded, ready to go. And it was appropriate and it was called for and it was necessary. (laughs) And she was grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. You know, so I I, I get it. So for example, like when he got there, one of the first thing I said, instead of nice to meet you was thank you for joining us. You know, that kind of thing, because that's my like initial kind of reaction. But that I know, I know that that comes across as harsh because I've never met you before. But I, you don't have any, there's no courtesy here. Like this is family. Like what are you doing? (laughs) Because you're late, but also because my good sis has asked me to, uh, to, to give you the rundown and see what's going on. So, and you are here to ask you the questions. Real, real wobbly leg. Okay. So, So there was there was plenty of that, but again, in that setting, it was called for and Loki right. requested, and I was like, "Perfect, I could do this. I know what this is. All right." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so there are some settings where it's where um it's appropriate, and I can kind of embrace that part of myself with less of a filter. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are other settings in which I do have to have a, a little bit more of a filter. Um, and I found a way. 
I believe I found a way to do that without losing who I am. I don't think that I have compromised who I am as a person at all. There was, once I had that kind of epiphany though, Mm -hmm. um, there was a minute where I was thinking like, am I going to have to like really change who I am? Like, is this just, are they just Mm -hmm. not accepting of me? Like as a person, there was a, there was that. And for a while after that happened, when I was around, because I was around the holidays. So when I was around family, I was more quiet on purpose. And I was like, I'm going to just kind of sit and be reserved. Usually yeah. I, I'm around family. You know, we just, you know, we out yeah, here. kicking it. We, we doing the right. thing. But because that epiphany was so much connected to the fact that it's the people who are closest to me who are viewing me this way. Mm-hmm. I was nervous to interact with y'all for a minute. Because I just didn't want anybody to con- to misconstrue me. In not not one more time. I didn't want anybody right. To that that ever next be time that was way. gonna be too much. It was just gonna be right. too much. Mm. Right. So I was like, mm. I I can't do nothing right now until I figure out <laughs> what you know, like what's, what it is what's going on. Right. Yeah. yeah right. No, I hear you. I definitely hear you. So that was that was a, a a part of a part of my process too. So there was definitely a lot of kind of introspection and reflection, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I know that they that they love me, right? They're not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I also know that this is not what I'm wanting to to present. So, mm-hmm. um, in the while I'm figuring it out, in the meantime, if there's anybody that I can still be myself with while I'm figuring it out, it's with these people who are close to me. True. So, so that support I system was definitely th- right. That was helpful. That was helpful too. So there were kind of a, now that I'm thinking and talking about, it, there were a lot of different things that went in, went into it and went into that oh, whole, yeah. that whole process. And of course, like I'm always going to have a smart comment to say like, <laughs> yeah. sarcasm. I'm fluent in sarcasm, which I always say like, that's I mean, not going. It's just the anywhere. thing. <laughs> I love that about myself. You know, that's, that's just yeah. the thing. Um, when I was on those on the dating apps, that was part of my profile. So um, that's not going anywhere. I've just kind of honed it a little bit. Right. Um, and get, I got to add the finesse. Right. I've added the finesse and I try to be much more aware of my surroundings and of the, the setting that I'm in. Mm. So it really is like a think before you act kind of kind of thing. And I think that that's what it needs to be for everybody, for anybody yeah. who is yeah. dealing with something similar. It's like, OK, I really need to be very, very thoughtful Mm-hmm. in all of my actions and that's where the connection between your thoughts and your behavior comes in mm-hmm. is that your thoughts should I think your thoughts should impact your behavior in the sense that I'm being thoughtful before I act right I think um I came across something and it's kind of the okay. it's kind of the opposite of that it's kind of like okay regardless of your thoughts or how you see yourself, you can always choose your actions. And mm-hmm. like, I guess a part of that is knowing your values, like your your value system, right? Because then you can make choices based on that. Um, but because you because you can't control how your brain literally responds to someone telling you mm-hmm. something, um, it is about it is about thinking first, like and mm-hmm. letting those emotions subside. Right. And you calm down from your, you know, defense, uh, uh, fight or flight response happening right. in your brain to get to that prefrontal cortex. Like, OK, now what just happened? Because right. <laughs> I was swept away for a minute, but I'm back mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I like to try this again. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> 
and I guess one of my goals is to shorten that that time, like between mm-hmm. when I subside and when I can actually have a conversation. <laughs> again. That's a good goal. That's a good goal. <laughs> um, but also accepting. That's that's definitely the, the hardest part is being like, yeah. okay, if it if it's hurting my feelings. What can I do to make sure that this isn't the response that I'm getting? Just like you're saying, like, Mm -hmm. I don't like the response that I'm getting. And I don't know. And I don't know why people are acting this way. But it's like, no, why are you acting this way to make people react to you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's tough. I don't. It's it's tough, man. That holding up that mirror to yourself, honestly, is tough because we don't ever want to. Nobody wants to be the problem, if you will. Like, we don't want right. to say, all right, it, I guess it is me. It's so much easier to put it on somebody else because then there's no accountability and I don't have to. Else. It's so much easier to do that. But we have to be able to take responsibility for what we're bringing to the table. Every relationship is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And you need to know what you need to be aware of what you're bringing to the table as much as you need to be aware of what the other person is bringing and vice versa. Right. So... If I don't know what I'm bringing to the table and I just keep saying, well, you doing this, you doing da 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 X, Y, Z. Like, that's how you're going to drive off so many people because you're going to say, well, you just don't get me. So we're not hanging out no more. Like, no, I get what you are showing me. Right. So that's back to the whole thing about I can't control your interpretation of me. So let me make sure that I'm giving you accurate information to interpret. Oh, that's so tough. I don't know if I'm ready. Wait, can we just take <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk offline and get, get you some tools. <laughs> I'm not ready because um, I just recently had an experience where I was like in the situation and I again had to go into my own brain take mm-hmm. several deep breaths and say what are you feeling and what are what are you needing to express right now because mm-hmm. this is not cool like <laughs> the yeah. the interpretation of me like it's okay for me to think that but for you to think that there's this is not this is not where I want to be this is not what I want to hear from you this is not what I want to hear from you about me and like yeah something's got to give it sounds like what what you're describing or part of what we're talking about here is self-regulation and self-regulation self-regulation means that we are we are regulating or controlling our impulses and i always say that your impulse is the thing that you would do without thinking about it so the thing that I would do without thinking about it in this moment might be to reach across the table and smack you, but mm-hmm. because I'm able to regulate, you know, my impulses, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So in the same way we need to, um, or in the, what, what you're describing is let me regulate my impulses and what I'm thinking and feeling right now so that I can respond appropriately. Right. So I don't, That's, don't take this into a deeper process. little hole. Yeah. That because we can't get if out I'm of. not, if I'm not regulating, if I'm not able to regulate my emotions or if I'm not able to regulate myself, then I'm going to be just, you know, reacting off of impulse and off of my feelings, mm-hmm. like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to get me where I want to be. And that's not going to give that person maybe an accurate view of of who I am, because who I am is not just how I'm responding in this moment. Right. Right. And, you know? that, and that's being challenged. And, and for me, I know that 
just like I said earlier, like, not only do I take that, take that negative feedback, that negative, whatever, evaluation of, Mm -hmm. I guess not, just the evaluation, right? Whatever the evaluation is, if I don't like it, if it doesn't sound good to me, if it doesn't sound positive, I am defensive like you don't you don't know what i've been up to like you can't even say you didn't even ask me (laughs) um like all of that the whole thing and part of the point is that is the point like it doesn't i should if i take a snapshot and if this is what comes Mm -hmm. if this is how you know it's developed i'm not responsible for (laughs) what it came out like you are Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That is a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that's that's the pill that we need. <laughs> I don't want no medicine. I'm healthy, I thought. <laughs> you are. You can just be healthier. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I am going for that healthy lifestyle. Guess that means body, mind, soul. <laughs> you know, that's that's it. So this is just a matter of, like, we want our actions and behavior to mirror our own perception of ourselves right either our perception of ourselves now or to mirror um who we are aspiring to be right yeah so if it's i'm a, I, I want to be somebody who is approachable and compassionate and i want that's what who i want to be i want to be that kind of person how can i do that without compromising the core parts of myself i think that is yeah. the challenge because we don't want to change yourself. It's that I want to present the best parts of myself. Mm-hmm. All of those things are in me, like, and always have been. But for some reason, that's not coming across to others. And that's what I really want to come across. So how do I heighten those right. and balance out everything else? I think that's yeah. the key. That's definitely the key. Yeah. It's tough. Balance. Mm-hmm. It's tough and it's really an ongoing thing because, again, those those parts of you don't go away. Right. Um, so it's it's ongoing and, like, you know, practice makes it perfect. These are just things that we're not used to thinking about on a regular basis. Yeah. So once you start thinking about it on a regular basis, you naturally are going to become more aware of it and be able to... Um, and, to address and be able it, to do, right? Like, yeah, to address it. With actions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Ooh, girl. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I'm like, look, I need to journal. So, <laughs> and I think another part of it, it, it is, and I think another part of this whole thing is um, uh, being very observant of how people respond to you, even when they're not verbalizing something. Right. Yeah. So, that's... like, being able to read body language and vibes and like really feel the room and you know all that kind of stuff that is really helpful because people are not always gonna come up and say hey you're coming across as x y and z right now (laughs) so i need to be able to say to observe and say well why are they reacting like this in -hmm. this to me or in this situation why Mm -hmm. is their response this way not that way so we got to be able to observe um and kind of collect our own data when it's not being um, explicitly told to us. Right. That's I, another hard part. Yo, I think I'm not good at any of these things. 
But you will be. Yes, that is the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. To be better at reading the room. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. I just don't. Yeah, I guess that's a whole other episode because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. what? I, what? I like to think. <laughs> I like to think that I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think I'm I'm good at it, but you really never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was something that also helped me because uh, people sometimes would say like, oh, I thought you were mean or this, this and that. But sometimes mm-hmm. I didn't. Right. And so it was like, well, how come they always want to talk to my friends who I'm with, but nobody ever want to come and say hi to me? Like, why are people avoiding coming and talking to me? You know? So, yeah. again, so picking up on those subtle observant. things. Yeah. 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 That's really, really important. And all of those things, I again, it, it's data. Like, I'm collecting this information. What am I going to do with it now? And I yeah. think an important part for for me is that not, not to say that, yes, data is important, but that data will not, it will not always align with, you know, what it is that you're seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not for you to put all your stock in that data, right? You're just, this is like neutral stuff that is coming in from the natural uh, interactions that you have to mm-hmm. say, well, if that is how you see yourself and that's how you want to be seen, then data aligns. But if the data doesn't right. align, then... Then you adjust. It's, it's not just because that person is who they are. It's because of how I want to be. That yes. it's that the data is important. So yeah. using the people around you to to gauge whether you're on on traje- like in on the trajectory of coming as close to being who you think you are as possible. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into it because also if the data comes back and you're like, well. Uh, okay, if if I'm okay with this is how they're perceiving me, maybe maybe right. I didn't know this about myself, but I'm okay with this. Then mm. all right, like so maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't know that I was funny, but people keep laughing at the things I say. Maybe I'm funny. Okay, right. cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? It definitely could be in a positive way too. Like you just never claimed it, sure. and that's a thing. Um, yeah, I think I think we've talked about a couple of things previously that. Um, that we didn't really like claim at first, but now we're like, oh yeah, no, I'm claiming that because yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely think of a couple of examples, but um, yeah, anything else or should we do nuggets? Uh, yeah, let's let's get a couple of nuggets because you know we could talk all night. <laughs> True, you know you know we can. <laughs> I already um, know. <laughs> okay, so nuggets. For me, I think the first one is definitely um, the self-regulation piece um, mm-hmm. and how that relates to initial reactions. It, right. Exactly that. You know what I mean? Not initial mm-hmm. thoughts, but like how you actually physically and verbally respond to something when something goes down um, and being... Mm-hmm. Being kind enough to myself to say, you get to take three seconds before you before you respond. Like, okay, I heard you. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. Like, at least mm-hmm. acknowledge what's being said. And and that's not what we talked about. But that's what I'm thinking about. Just like, you can acknowledge yeah. and then take some time to think about it. And then respond in a way that will, ha- will lead to effective communication. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to shutting down, which is a default 
of mine right. sometimes. Right. Um, and then secondly, it makes the second nugget for me is um, it's kind of tied in with what we talked about last week in terms of our village and mm-hmm. trusting our like your village is the is the trusted ones and trusting right. your village to um, to be honest with you and to and to and not coming in and not be coming from a negative place like this is coming from a place of love and maybe i don't know how to say it in a way that you'll accept it but i need to say Mm -hmm. it because this is what i'm seeing and i know that your potential i can see your potential and where you are right now those don't match and it would be yes it would be worse of me i would not be a part of your village if you didn't allow me the space and trust me in this space to tell you these things um Mm -hmm. and so those are the two like i don't know if that was a succinct nugget but just thinking about yeah, yeah. trusting my village in spaces where I am vulnerable, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. and letting that and letting my village be my support system in those times because um, because I because I can be very uh, temperamental and understanding mm-hmm. like this is not always that is not how I want to be seen, right? Mm-hmm. Like even if no one says it, like it is a it is a reaction it's it's a reading of the room thing that's been happening for me you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. oh that's what's happening <laughs> yeah um but yeah so those are the two things that i feel like are are sticking to my ribs yeah yeah those are good i think some of my nuggets um are just that we have to um take responsibility for what we bring to the table mm. um and just it's just so much easier to put it on the other person. You just don't understand me. You just this or you just that. Um, but at some point, we have to take responsibility and accountability for the things that we're bringing to the table. Um, like that? Uh, and then... Um, I think also, like, just being being observant. Um, well, no, I like what we said about uh, collecting data and what are we going to do with that data, with that information, Right. Um, mm-hmm. because everything that we're observing, all of our, all of our interactions with people, every interaction is a piece of information, right. Or sure, could potentially yeah. be. Yeah. So being a, being observant and, and taking advantage of those times where we can, uh, learn something new about ourselves, mm-hmm. um, or about how we're interacting with people. Um, and then lastly, I think is just accepting the fact, uh, accepting the fact that I, that I can't control your interpretation Mm. of me mm-hmm. so then there's even more responsibility on me for what I'm bringing to the table because you're going to interpret it how you will anyway True. so I want you to that's deep y'all deep <laughs> <laughs> so I think those are um, those are some of some of my nuggets but man that was a lot of stuff I feel I know we've been talking for a minute but it feels super quick It I I was thinking the same thing, like this, <laughs> like we have so much like, more. There's so much more here. Um, I know, right? But yeah, those are some of the things that I'm I'm taking away um, from it. It, it was good though, because like I, I know that, um, that like I dealt with that in, with that specific example, but I don't think mm-hmm. I actually took the time to sit back and think about what was that process actually like. Mm-hmm. It's important to know though, because there might be other aspects of myself that I'm, that I'm not presenting the way that I think I am. And so it's, exactly. it's good to know what to do with that if, if, and when that comes to my attention. So, right. yeah. Agreed. So very, yeah. So very, very good. Um, 
I want to ask what you're proud of this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was, I actually thought about this one. Um, I am proud of the fact, I kind of like mentioned it before, but I had a really tough conversation recently and mm-hmm. I, my automatic, my reflexes are to shut down, tap out, you know, let's just cut it, just cut it. Um, mm-hmm. And while I didn't do the best job of staying tuned in in a, in a receptive way, I really tried to um, to be reflective on, on my thoughts during, during that conversation um, to say what I needed to say and how I was feeling and not just be like, okay, mm-hmm. you're right. You know what I mean? Just be dismissive. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it, it was a really hard thing um, because mm-hmm. I was really just like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear it. I can't hear it. Um, I don't know what you want me to say. Um, but I, at the end of that conversation, I really put the effort into to make sure that my feelings were being um, communicated in a way that wasn't accusatory. Like, hey, I can't believe you would say mm-hmm. that. Or um, you don't know me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and a right. lot of that was feelings based. But I, I was able to fit to pull out some of the the critical thoughts that I was having, like, hey, you know, I obviously this is not a one and done conversation right now. I this is what I have for you. And I I I am committed to myself to making sure mm-hmm. that I think about this some more. Right. And that's what I could offer at the time. And I'm proud of myself for putting that work in because it was not easy. It it was really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was just like I should just Absolutely. leave. <laughs> but I stuck it out. <laughs> good. Oh, good. You should be proud. Yeah. That's so really good. Um, I'm proud of you. What have you done that you are proud of this week? Um, I am proud that I um, went to bed early last night. Hey, what time you go to bed? <laughs> like 930. Okay, yeah, that is early. So I Good usually job. try to go to bed. I usually end up going to sleep between 10 and 10.30 when I have to get up in the morning. Okay. Um, but I was like, no, I need to go to bed early. And um, I was supposed to watch This Is Us with my mom and my sister, but they weren't. They wasn't going to start watching it till like 9 o'clock. I was like, no, y'all, I got to go to bed. And I was <laughs> sad because I really wanted to stay up and watch and kiki with them. Yeah. But I went to sleep anyway. So I was so tired today when I woke up, but, you know. But, but you did it. You committed to doing it and you did it. And that is why yes. we are proud. Yes, I did. I did. So I am proud of that this week. Yo, I am in love with this question because I love celebrating us. I know, right? That's good. We always, there's always something to celebrate. Always something. Definitely. So let us know what you're proud of um, this week. Make sure mm-hmm. you're following us on Instagram, Lessons on Lessons Pod. Um, send us an email, lessonsonlessonspod at gmail.com. Make sure you are subscribed and following and all that good stuff. Do Tell it? us what you're proud of. Tell us if you have had an experience um, similar to what we've been talking about today um, and what you what you did about it or if yeah. you did anything about it. Or yeah, if you have any, you. like, helpful hints about how to do it even better. For sure. Better. Oh, gosh. We Clearly, we still need help. Clearly. <laughs> we do not have all the answers, y'all. We just Clearly. people just sharing so our your thoughts. your feedback is more than welcome. <laughs> right? on, on how we think we should go. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, as always. We and for going on this, this journey with us. Um, we love you guys so much. And uh, we will see you next time. Be back soon. Bye. Bye.